So since you are part of the daily operations of integration and assimilation of refugees, I want to get to some myth busting. Can you list out some myths about like immigration and refugees that you would like to debunk? I mean, wh where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, polling data that came out on Canadians' opinions of refugees. So Canadians are very sympathetic towards refugees and immigration in general. The majority of people who said no to, you know, expanding refugee intake or immigration intake, uh, which was actually not a very high percentage to begin with. I think it was around like uh, 30 or so, maybe less than 30, around 25 to 30 percent. A lot of them uh, put the reason as to why they wouldn't want to expand the program as to economic reasons, as they see them as an economic burden to Canada. Uh, but in reality, that's just not the case. Refugees are a very good investment. Uh, immigration is a very good investment because... Like I said, the turnover on their economic net positivity as far as them contributing in tax money or contributing in jobs and job creation even is so much higher than it is for us bringing them here. So, for example, a Canadian-born citizen, um, the government spends a tremendous amount of money on you, actually. Like the last calculation was around anywhere between ten to $15,000 per year since you're born to make sure that they're investing in you to become an economically positive person or valuable person to society. And you keep taking up until age 24. That's on average, 24 years until you start producing enough money to become economically positive for Canadian society as a whole. So the government spends, you know, uh, money on your healthcare, your community programs, your education, and it's everywhere from primary to even post-secondary by subsidizing your tuition. It's, it's crazy. It's a crazy amount of money. For immigrants you know, they, or refugees, they come here at that tender age of, you know, anywhere between you know, 15 to, to, to 35 or 40. And they're, they're already equipped. They've, they have everything. And they only need, on average, anywhere between three to six years to become economically positive. So if you look at the comparison, it's, it's quite beneficial. Aside from that, they're, they're also job creators. You know, they're, they're very entrepreneurial. So, if you look at the percentage of startups, and I'll just use refugees, for example. And this is uh, data from the RCC that's uh, publicly available. The percentage of startups or new businesses that are started. So refugees are actually account for about almost 15%, whereas in Canadian-born citizens only account for 4.8. So it's almost triple the amount of private business owners in Canada and also triple the amount of job creators. So as far as economic positivity, that's one big myth that has to be tackled. Uh, the, the numbers are staggering. Even if you look at uh, their skill sets, so uh, refugees aged between 25 to 54, a lot of them actually work or employed in management or professional level uh, jobs. So over 50%, so we're talking about 53% of them are in management or professional level jobs. That's huge. And 33% of them are in apprenticeship jobs, so labor-intensive jobs, but you know, those are needed as well. And those are very successful, you know, kind of work or, or private businesses that, that operate. Um, so it's not just low-skilled jobs. Usually there's some sort of, uh, uh, you know, skill or talent they bring to the table. I mean, I can go on and on, but uh, one, one of the ones that I found actually very entertaining. Uh, so aside from the economic question, they also... Uh, there's a social question. They're like, oh, but you know, how loyal are they to Canada? Do they see themselves as Canadian? Are they integrating? Or how do they identify? So refugees, on average, let me bring this stat, 
So when, when pulled, their sense of belonging to Canada, or they call it a strong sense of belonging or identifying as Canadian, 95% of refugees identify as Canadian, whereas 91% of Canadian-born Canadians <laughs> identify as Canadian, right? So even on that metric, refugees perform very, very well. And so yeah, a lot of the criticism comes from a narrative of fear, right? Fear of unknown. And I'm, we're hoping that this data, this this new information, kind of changes the unknown into actual like numerical data that uh, something tangible that can take and see refugees as a valuable addition to society. And then it's been proven well. I mean, if you look at the about 50,000 uh, Syrian refugees that we took about three and a half years ago, they have an employment rate of 57%. Now you might think 57% is low. But the Canadian average is 62%. And this is also taken into account, for example, stay-at-home uh, moms or dads. It takes into account that people who are too young to work. That's why the, the percentage is at uh, 57 and 62. So uh, they're almost on par with the Canadian average. And if you look at their unemployment rate, the unemployment rate is just below 9% for, for refugees, the, the main cohort that came in. And the unemployment rate for Canadians right now is a tad above 6%. So it's very, very, very close to each other. They're integrating, acclimating well economically. And if that's one of the main fears that we have to relieve, I think uh, we can do so quite easily.